There are two doors you can open at the end of the relationship. One door shows a healthy friendship or an acquaintance friendship after a breakup. And the other door shows a barricade, caution tape, a red zone sign, and piles of garbage lit on fire. Welcome to Six Sev Pod. Hey guys <laughs> so you're gonna have to call your exes up for this episode so <laughs> yeah you might be triggered honestly <laughs> warning signs <laughs> yes we're gonna talk about why lesbians bisexual women honestly anyone in the lgbtqia plus community and any type of community keeps in contact with their exes yeah why do we do it i don't know it's also a very huge stereotype that lesbians keep in contact with their exes and yeah. that stereotype is very true for some people. Yeah. It is very true for some people. I don't know why. I also don't know why U-Haul is such a huge stereotype. But I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of research and facts that... There's a lot... Like, we could really dive into those things really if we can. wanted to. We really could. We really, really could. Um, I don't know. But my opinion is that when you keep in contact with your exes... I feel like if you have the ability to stay friends or acquaintance after a breakup, it it really depends on the situation of the breakup. You know, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people that are able to maintain a healthy friendship or an acquaintance type of relationship with their ex, starting on how they ended their past relationship with them, you know? Yeah. And also like how much time has passed too. Yeah, exactly. I feel like time and I hated when people told me this, but it's so true. But time really heals a lot of shit. It really does. Yeah. You know, time heals everything. For me, in my experience, it really does. And we'll specifically right now just like talk about, you know, lesbian relationships and queer relationships. But I feel like a lot of people tend to keep in contact with their exes. I feel like there's a lot of different reasons. One of the reasons to why people do this is because they need emotional stability and they fear losing that person. Some people, even though that they're broken up with that person, at least they're in my life still. Like, they're not a stranger. And it's kind of scary because it's like a breakup is, it's like a loss. It's a really big loss sometimes for yeah. people. And it's like, how do you expect me to not talk to this person anymore when they've been in my life for years, beyond years, or months, or even two months, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I feel, in my own opinion... I guess this is where my spiritual side comes out, but I feel like everyone comes into your life for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I've been told. And I really believe in that. And I emphasize that on when I talk about this topic. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like, you know, in throughout my life, I always felt like it's better to keep that person in my life. If I know they're not going to cause any harm towards me. Um, and if I am actually mentally okay to have them in my life and i'm okay with the roles that we have in our life you yeah know? yeah those are definitely two of the like very key things like if you guys broke up and it was like kind of messy and you guys weren't getting along at all 
and the only reason you're trying to keep that person in your life is because you were used to it, that's a big problem. And like, you are not going to grow from that. Exactly. I agree. It's like, you have to really question it and actually like look in the mirror and tell yourself like, do, do I want this person in my life? Do they deserve to be in my life? Right. Exactly. You know, and if they caused me so much pain during that time and they didn't change, they didn't say sorry, they didn't grow from it. Then what is this person giving to me in my life? Right. What are they doing for me? You know, are they just there because I know that they're there? Am I am I just having them in my life because I'm afraid of losing people? Mm hmm. You know, and I feel like I know for me in my past, like I kept a lot of people in my life, not just like my exes at the time, because I was petrified of losing people. That was actually one of my other red flags. I'm petrified <laughs> to lose people because I've lost a lot of people in my life, um, friends, family members, and it's hard. And I feel like, you know, because of so many losses that happen or even only one loss or maybe you didn't lose anyone, but it's a terrifying experience. You know, when you go through something like that, it's traumatic. It really is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's another reason to why people maintain friendships with their exes, you know? Yeah. I mean, you have to make sure that like at the end of the day, the person or the people rather that you're keeping in your life are supporting you and they're not, you know, either keeping you in the same place or bringing you down. You have to be very self-aware of that. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like for me, giving people second chances, third chances, and especially after the breakup happens, I think in my mind, I always thought, okay, it's going to be different. They're not my partner. So like, how do I say this? It's like, they're not my partner right now. So I believe that they're not going to do more harm to me in my life that they did in my relationship. So it's okay to have them in my life. And then I had to kind of rewire my thoughts on this and be like, no, they hurt me. Yes, they hurt me during that time. And it's, and I'm not over it. Why am I going to have that person in my life? However, if you do see that change in them and you're okay with them being in your life with the role that they have, then that's okay if you're all right with it. You yeah. Know? You have to be able to forgive them too. Like, and that doesn't necessarily mean like if you forgive somebody that they can be in your life, sometimes you still may not want that, which is totally fair. And that's absolutely fine. Um, but if you're planning on keeping this person in your life, if you guys just broke up and you're not at the point yet where you can find within yourself to genuinely forgive that person, the friendship is not going to work because at some point it's going to either get like chaotic or toxic or like somebody's going to get jealous and somebody's going to get manipulative and it's ultimately going to hurt you. So you have to really make sure that you're at that point where you've completely forgiven them and they've completely forgiven you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. I, you know what I always say, Val, and I totally 100% agree with you. I always say I will... I will forgive you and not in every situation, you know, obviously, but a majority of when I've had my breakups, I would tell my partner in the past or partners in the past, you know, I can forgive you, but I won't ever forget what you did. Yeah. And I tell myself that because it makes me not want to go back to that relationship. Yeah. Because I remind myself that I don't want to go back to that toxic relationship or the unhealthy patterns of behavior that I witnessed in the relationship because I don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to relive that. If you want to be friends with your ex, go for it. All right. <laughs> if you want to go for it, just go know it. the risk factors to it and have your protective factors as well. Um, yeah. You know, and I feel like also, you know, some people, why they maintain friendships with their exes 
is because you don't want to lose those memories that you have with them. And sometimes people correlate or I've correlated in the past. Like if I lose this person, I'm going to lose the memories I had with them. Yeah. And then I realized that those are memories. They're just memories. You know, Mm -hmm. they're not going away anywhere. They happened already. They can't really disappear. You know, they happened in the past. It already happened. However, you really have to dive deep and really think about if this person is meant to be in your life or not. And if they are, how do you want them to be in your life? What role will they take? What boundaries will you set? That way you guys don't hurt each other when you aren't even in a relationship. Because, you know, sometimes exes can hurt each other after the breakup happens. Oh, absolutely. You know? I feel like that happens more often than not because then all of a sudden you hit like you flip a switch and somebody gets nasty Mm -hmm. and then that hurts that intentionally ends up hurting the other person. And I I think one of the biggest things is still following your ex on social media. after Oh, that's massive. Yeah, that is one of the things I think one of my biggest regrets in my past that I did right after a breakup or my first relationships that I was in in like high school because I still followed um, my exes right after I we broke up and I would see these pictures. I would see these videos of them going out and I would get upset. And then I would ask myself, why am I still following them? Why am I looking at this? I'm literally yeah. hurting myself. And yeah. a part of me feels like, and I feel like also a lot of society, why we do that is because we want to know what's happening. We want to know like if either they're okay or if they're or not doing nosy. okay. Yeah. If we're just nosy one, we, you know, this person was in your life yeah like and i think one of the also the hardest things in life besides losing a person is coming to terms with how this person in in your life used to be your partner your everything your person and then going to be strangers you know yeah it's like your best friend and then strangers yeah. right afterwards and it's the toughest thing to experience too you know, because they had a really big impact on your life. Maybe they didn't, maybe they did. But it's the hardest thing when you have that person in your life that you're so used to texting every single day and then they become a stranger in your life. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, who do you go to to talk about it with? Like you have to lean on your friends, you have to lean on your family members yeah. and it's really hard. And then sometimes isolation, you experience that after a breakup because the question is, what if I do get back with them? I don't want my close friends to know that I'm hurting right now because what I want to get back with him. What if you, you do and you then can't lean on that support system. You know, I remember when I was in college, it was like my second relationship where I hid stuff from my best friends at a time and I was hurting. I was literally, literally causing so much pain to myself because I was just every night I was like crying in my room because of what my, my partner did and I remember like being on the floor one day in college in my dorm room and I was like bawling my eyes out and then I thought my roommate at the time had class or you know and she like walked in the room and I'm just laying on this carpet that was so comfortable by the way everyone (laughs) slept on this carpet (laughs) just needed a side note literally literally I would wake up at 6 a.m and cam would be on my carpet it was great anyway sorry so I was on this carpet sobbing And my best friend, uh, Kelly, just like literally ran to me and held me. And she had no idea what was going on because I didn't tell anyone about this. And this was going on for months. And then I realized like I can't hold it in anymore. Like I'm going to break. And I told her what happened 
And I told some of my friends eventually down the line what happened. And they were in, some of them were in shock, the ones who didn't know. And the other ones who didn't know, they were there for me. They picked me up when I was on the ground. And I kind of needed that breakdown on that carpet (laughs) because I needed my Kelly to come and hug me because that was the moment that really was the turning point where I figured out I deserve more and I need to change this in my relationship right now because if I don't the this toxic behavior is going to continue you know yeah so it's very hard for some people to move on sometimes after a relationship after a breakup happens like even though that person really hurt you or if they did if they caused you so much pain I feel like some people overthink about the good times and they try to outweigh the good times in the relationship than the cons when really it's vice versa. There's more cons than pros and there's more bad times than good times, but we really want the relationship to work. Mm -hmm. So we really gravitate towards the good memories, the happy memories that happen and we overlook the bad ones right? because we want to perceive the bad memories as to be unrealistic Mm -hmm. because we don't want them to be real. Right. Right. Or just like small little moments that like don't measure up to the good things, which isn't true. It's normally the opposite. Yeah. But um, I I wish that we were like closer friends in college because when you were telling that story, like I was I was there. I was like in the exact moment. I've been there. It's happened to me many times. And like I just like I wish we were like closer then because I feel like like I get you like I've yeah. been there. Yeah. It's I think also like, you know, for me. I I wish uh, we were able to talk in college too, you know, because we both experienced the same memories, very similar experiences in college. Yeah. And me and Val and I were not talking a majority in college. No. I forgot when I reached out to you, but it was sometime in college, like a few times, right? And then, Yeah, just a couple. Yeah. And we were going through the same stuff, you know, we were going through the same shit. And we had no idea, mm-hmm. you know, and it's crazy because the people that have been in your life sometimes in the past and then and then you kind of like just stop talking. And then afterwards, years go by and you rekindle mm-hmm. and you talk about what happened when you weren't talking. You're like, oh, shit, man, like I was going through the same thing as you. It's like, yeah. fuck, I wish you were in my life. Right. I wish we were talking, you right. know, um, but we're, we're we're in each other's lives now, which I'm really happy. Yeah. About. yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I just feel like also there's a lot of there's a lot of cons. But I feel like everyone has their own pros based off of like, you know, being or maintaining a friendship after a breakup. For some people, the pros may outweigh the cons. And for some other people, um, the cons may outweigh the pros if you want to maintain a friendship after um, the breakup. So let's talk a little bit about the cons. (laughs) (laughs) The cons of staying with your ex in a friendship <laughs> yeah i was like are not we in getting, a relationship are we getting back into the relationship no, no not in a relationship um so just like you know like being friends with your ex and what we talked about before i really think it has to depend on the time you know absolutely i feel like for me i can't right away like now i i have to block my exes right after the relationship like i know the pain i went through when i couldn't like in my past so i either i honestly i don't think i block them i unfollow them Um, oh no i block a bitch (laughs) (laughs) i unfollow them and if i know i'm I'm still looking at their account then i'll block them i block my ex and every person i associate with my ex (laughs) 
I'm like, yes, literally, yes, yes. I block everyone. I'm like, get like anyone who came into my life because of that person is now out of my life <laughs> right now. <laughs> and that's called putting yourself first. <laughs> no, seriously, I do the same thing though. Like, I think I've blocked all of my exes at a point, and I think I can uh, show you my blocked list. Oh my god, I would love to see it. Let's pull up <laughs> Val's blocked list. All right. Um, I love that. But I also did that. I would block um my ex's friends um, oh, yeah. too. All of them. Because if I followed them and I would see their posts, yeah. you know. And also it's another trigger literally, back to that relationship. Literally, yeah. it's a trigger. And also at the same time, I want to be mysterious. I don't want them to know what the <laughs> fuck I'm doing. But then there's also other times when I'm like, yeah, bitch, I'm having so much fucking fun. I'm going to show it off. Yeah. But, you know, and you know what's really, you know what infuriates me sometimes, but I'm also like, fuck yes. Like, I have two sides of myself. When my friends or when I hear people like they, when they're in a relationship and they don't really post on social media that much. And as soon as they break up with the person, they just go all out post every single day you know you can um, you can do whatever you want you know you do you but like going from a post like once a month to like 10 posts a day yeah. is a little extreme yeah. <laughs> for me it's an overload <laughs> it's an overload but <laughs> it's just funny to me when people do that um i love it though i love it and i'm also like okay i'm, I'm tired <laughs> okay calm down <laughs> okay calm down you know what i also hate i hate when like somebody gets into a relationship and they post all the time about this new person and then all of a sudden there's like a fall off because they broke up or they got in a fight or something oh my god the amount of times oh my god i can't (laughs) the amount of times it's also like you question at the beginning of the relationship when you get into one you're like do i post this person do i post them a lot because what if we break up do i have to delete these pictures now that we're broken up yeah you know that's like one of like i remember the fears that i had in the past um like a like years ago and now i'm just like kind of in the mentality of i don't give a fuck i'm happy i'm gonna post but there was definitely a time in my life where i was that person you described posting like so many things and then i was like sarah you need to no it's okay (laughs) i needed to be called out about that years ago like i'm not like that now but i needed to be called out years ago for that um because then i was like going through my instagram deleting pictures and like fucking crying and i'm like wow this is pathetic <laughs> like like stop yeah. sarah but i yeah. also want to validate my feelings too and being like you know like it's okay to cry like i i get it yeah of course yeah but that's kind of just like the cons but that's kind of like my experience um about posting your significant other um on social media for me that was like the past when i would literally post every single second that you said like before we should talk a little bit about like the main cons of what can happen if you want to be friends with your ex you know i feel like like we said before knowing what you want can be not the same as the other person you just broke up with too like not being on the same platform like basically having different perspectives and opinions of what you want in that friendship and not being on the same page that's mm-hmm. the word I was looking for. Not mm-hmm. being on the same page with that person. Yeah. You know, the misconceptions that can come about after that. And also, like we said, stalking or stalking people on your social media who is affiliated with your ex or possibly a new person that you may see on their so- social media that they're posting that you didn't know about or that they weren't friends with while being in a relationship with you. 
So all the questions are going. Punch a wall. <laughs> so all the questions are going through your head, like who is this person? I think that I literally think every single relationship of mine, after we broke up, when I followed them, every person, yeah, every person posted a picture of someone new that I didn't know. Every one of them, and I would think, what the fuck is going on? Like, what the fuck? Fuck you. Fuck this. <laughs> fuck this Instagram. Like, I was pissed. And I was like, yeah. and after I realized it was a pattern, I realized everyone did it for the same reason. They wanted me to be jealous. They wanted me to be jealous and they either wanted me back or they wanted to show this new person to cause more distress because sometimes when you push a person away, you tend to want them back eventually. And some way, sometimes people... <laughs> I don't know why they do this, but they post a new picture of someone or they talk about a new person in their life to get you back, to make you want them back. And it's weird. It's a weird manipulation thing to do. That did not have that effect on me at all. (laughs) (laughs) Is Val being sarcastic? (laughs) No, no, it didn't. It didn't work. It was an automatic block. Goodbye. You're out of my fucking life. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I fucking wish I had that mindset. This is why we needed to talk before in the past. But yeah, I just, I hated that. I hated when my exes did that because eventually I realized they all did it for the same reason and it infuriated me, you know? And another, another con is it will definitely affect your mental health too. It affected mine. I had so many questions too. You question, okay. Oh, you question everything. Uh, you question literally everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. The trust is like gone. Out it's like door. disintegrated. Yeah out the door and if you ever want a friendship with this person you have to like completely rebuild it which is so complicated and hard to do because like you don't i don't know unless it wasn't like a toxic breakup and you guys were fine and you just figured that like you're honestly better off as friends it's really hard to like rebuild that trust you kind of just like question everything and it all goes back to trust like you question did this person hide shit from me Right. while being in a relationship right and like know? for how long exactly and what what was i missing and like i don't know and you know what i had to come come to terms with is i always wanted a reason for everything when it came to a breakup you know i wanted a reason to why they acted this way towards me like there has to be a reason right and then eventually i was like you know fuck the reasons <laughs> because i was like there's no point for me to overthink and overanalyze and articulate what are the exact reasons because it was going to drive me crazy and it did drive me crazy. Oh, of course. It did. I feel like I was a race car driver and I got into a fucking accident and I was on fire. It, it's <laughs> Yeah. It literally feels like this. I'm going round and round, going back to a cycle. It's a cycle. I was. I felt like I crashed. I crashed. And then I stopped looking for reasons and I was finally at peace. After the car accident? After the car accident, yes. <laughs> also (laughs) i know also another con you know having that conversation you dread when you have to tell your friends and family that your ex is still in your life tell us have you been there yes (laughs) have you you been there val yes yes it's one of the hardest things to do honestly because you know they're your family members and that's also another reason why i didn't tell my family members every single detail about my relationship because in, in the past because in my past relationships i started not to really tell my family members about the shit that was going on because i didn't want them to hate this person you know and even if we get back together i didn't want them to only think of the bad things they did to me and you were thinking ahead 
I know. I was, I was always not. thinking. <laughs> I was not. I was always the person to think about the future. I always was. And I realized that it caused more distress in my life than good. I eventually got to the point where I was like, you know, I should be able to talk to my family or to my friends about my relationship. It should be good parts about my relationship. Right. And I'm finally in a relationship where I literally have nothing bad to say. Mm -hmm. I have nothing bad to say, you know, and if if I need advice from friends or family members, then I'll I feel like I can finally go to them about it. Yeah, because there's nothing hateful about the person that I'm dating like yeah. you know like she has not harmed me in any way she's perfect no but like I feel like I also should have kind of backtracked and I should have been like this is a sign if I can't tell my family members what's going on and I know the reason why I'm not telling them what's going on then I need to get out of this relationship wow could you have told me that like years ago please thanks <laughs> well I wish I told myself that years ago too <laughs> but yeah I feel like that's a conversation a lot of people dread too like I know in my past experience, you know, I've, I've talked about um, closeted relationships before um, on this podcast, but I remember I was really scared to tell my, my parents that one of my exes was still in my life. And it was really, actually, it was really hard to do. And when someone hurts me in my life, it can be a friend, it can be a, a partner in my past. When that happens and my parents or my sister find out they are shunned. They yeah. are literally shunned. Yeah. Um, and it's really hard sometimes. And I think that's why I really withdrew a lot of shit that was going on in my relationships in college with my parents because I didn't want them to know the reason. I didn't want them to know the bad parts about it, the cons of that person, just in case something happens like this when you break up with the person and then you become friends with them again. Yeah. You know? I think um, my like story from my past relationships is a little bit different because I feel like me opening up to say my friends or my family more about my relationships honestly helped me because when I was like keeping, I, 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 and I mentioned this in the previous episode, but like I have never like genuinely been in a healthy relationship. All of them have been toxic in their own way and on their own level. And, um, in the first ones where it was extremely toxic and extremely unhealthy and I kept it to myself I was damaging myself so much that like I wasn't getting help from any anyone like external but then I think the more that I talked to like my friends and family about the relationships that followed it was a little bit easier for me to pick up on the things that were wrong with it not to say that this plays a role into like you know bringing your ex back into your life or staying friends with them but you know, it does help like at the time of being with them and figuring out when, like when the line has been crossed. Yeah, I totally agree. That's very well said, actually. I always agree with Val. Honestly, anytime she talks, I already know that I'm going to agree with everything she <laughs> says. Um, <laughs> literally. But, you know, I think in, it comes back to time. I think for me, why I'm able, I'm friends with one of my exes now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's actually, actually my friend who was in a, I was in a closeted relationship with. Mm -hmm. And I think the only reason to why I was able to stay friends with her is because there was a gap period where we didn't talk for like two years after Wait. the breakup. Yeah. yeah. We didn't talk for two years. Um, and it was actually really hard. Um, because I was like living with her at the time in college. I was living with her. She was my teammate. She was my best friend. 
I literally hung out with her every single day, which was also a toxic behavior, not making time for my friends uh -huh. and just only making time for her. We both did it. We both knew what we were doing eventually, yeah. but we became so attached to each other that it became toxic. Mm -hmm. um, but so when we broke up, it was, it was hard. We both lost ourselves. Um, so we took literally two years and we did not talk. And I really needed that time because even though it was a two year relationship, it felt like a four year relationship because of how much time we spent together and we lived together yeah. in our dorm room. But like, yeah, so it was really hard. So that time really healed everything. And we talked about all of the shit that went down in our relationship and she apologized. I apologized, And we had to talk about the awkward conversations that happened in our relationship that were really toxic. And it was really hard to talk about it because, yes, it happened like two, three years ago. But I can't be your friend. You can't be my friend unless we actually talk about it. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of weird, too, because it was honestly the first time where we really communicated fully about our feelings. <laughs> we didn't even really do it in our relationship. Yeah. It was kind of like afterwards. Yeah. And we also couldn't we did it in person once and then we did it over text. And the texting one was the hardest one, honestly, because of the conversation we had i feel like if i wasn't able to have that conversation then i wouldn't be friends with her currently yeah and she's you know still she's one of my friends still you yeah. know and she is a part of my life but it took a lot of time to get there and i always say like i forgave her and for everything and she forgave me for what happened in our relationship however i can't forget the traumatic experience that happened, but I also won't forget the great times that we had too. Yeah. You know, and I feel like it took a lot of time to get there and a lot of conversations we needed to have. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people that tell me like, why do you have this person in your life that caused you a lot of pain? You know, like, why do you want that person in your life? Like, what do they give towards you? And in my opinion, I feel like how I was brought up and everything you know, giving people second chances, whatever. But it's not about that. It's about what you want. It's not about what other people want. I understand other people's opinions because they care about you. If it's your best friends telling you this, like, why are you doing this to yourself? I understand that because they've seen me in pain. They've seen me through these experiences, these struggles. However, there was a time where I was like, I totally understand where you're coming from. But if I knew this person was going to cause me harm right now, I would not let them in my life. And I know they won't. And if they do, I will call them out on their bullshit and I'll tell them. Yeah. And that's why I'm able to still be friends with my ex. Yeah. You know? Um, and with my other ex, we're not really, we don't really talk, but we follow each other on social media, you know? Um, and when like a really big kind of event that happens in our lives, um, she'll text me or I'll text her. Um, like when my dad passed away, she saw it and she messaged me like, so sorry for your loss. And you know, if one of my past partners, their family members passed away and I knew them, I'll text them and I'm saying, I'm sorry for your loss, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of like that, that is like kind of like on like an acquaintance kind of friendship level with that ex. So I feel like, but that also took a lot of time to get there too. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of time. It really oh, does. Yeah. It heals it. Yeah. And a lot of communicating as well. Yeah. But it's also okay if you don't want to be friends with that person or want to talk to them for a while or even ever. If you want to fucking block them for the rest of your life, that's okay. Block them. Block the bitch. It's fine. Block the bitch. <laughs> block the bitch. <laughs> you know? 
Um, yeah. But also, I, I will say, sorry, no, no, really no, quickly, sorry. if you are in a relationship, though, and you're still friends with your exes, okay, you need to create those boundaries, too, you know, and you need to make sure what you're saying or doing or your partner needs to know if your ex texts you or if you follow them on social media um, because I feel like there's a lot of boundaries that can be crossed in relationships when exes are still in your life unless you maintain it and make sure that it's healthy, that mm-hmm. friendship that you have with an ex and you're not crossing any boundaries. Yeah. Val, give it to me. <laughs> what is she going to say? Uh, no, I was just going to say that like I... I think it's so interesting that first of all, we've never really like talked about like your relationships that then turned into friendships because the, your first circumstance that you were talking about is very similar to mine. Very similar. Like we were, you know, dating for like two years and then we cut all communication for two years. And that was mostly by my choice um, because it was just like too hard and I couldn't deal with it. And then now like, I would say that like we were friendly and now we're like just kind of like acquaintances again. So it kind of like, but it, it made its way through like this process that I felt I really needed where like we weren't talking at all. And like, there was a period of time where like I despised the fuck out of her. And now we're at the point where like we were able to talk through some of those things and it was like a really like healing process for us. So I think in a, in a way when you're in like a toxic relationship with someone and then you're able to come back together and realize that both of you have now matured separately and you can now have these conversations where you can like heal and then you can continue to either be friends or continue on your separate way. I think that's like a really, really nice thing. And for me to be able to go through that, it was so like powerful and I, I don't think it's something that like I don't tell many people about it because like it came back to that, like not wanting to tell people that like one of your exes is kind of back in your life. It was like it felt almost embarrassing yeah. because of how much I went through like way back in the day when we were together. Um, but after going through that and realizing that it was really something I needed, it was just like for me, it's just really, really comforting. That was beautiful. <laughs> No, seriously, that was really beautiful. And it's crazy that we went through the same thing. Right. Literally the same thing, even the two year mark. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. You know, and the fact that you said you were able to, you know, there was a time when you were like, all right, fuck this bitch. And then oh, you came I back. Her. Yeah. And then you <laughs> came back to, you know, having being able to have that conversation with her and being open and finally being able to tell her how you feel. Yeah. And you can see by that communicating it it's better. Yeah. You know? And we, Val and I both understand why, you know, some of our friends um, don't like our exes or they don't want them in our lives, you know. (laughs) And I, I told, we totally understand that. We get it, you know. Um, But I also know a lot of people don't know what happens behind closed doors too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like, you know, it's really, it's really hard sometimes. But just know that if you're going to be friends with your ex, know the consequences to what that can be and talk to them when you're ready. If you want to be friends with them, ask yourself this question. Am I ready? And what is this friendship going to look like? Mm -hmm. Will I, will I like this friendship, you know, and set those boundaries too. Those boundaries are so important to set with your ex and it's okay to ask those awkward questions too, because if you don't ask those questions, 
you know, like we were saying about like social media, like, like, are we following each other or, you know, are, are you deleting your pictures off of your Instagram of us? Right. Um, or, you know, if you're in a relationship and you ask them questions regarding, okay, like, does your partner right now know that we're talking, you know, or that like, even it's not like romantic at all, but do they know that we're talking on a friendly basis? Mm -hmm. And if they don't know that, then they need to know that their partner needs to know that, you know? Um, cause I've been in that experience before where I was like to, to my ex, like, you got to tell your partner that we're talking on a friendly level. Like, I know you're afraid, but like, I can't talk to you unless you do that because it's not fair to her and you're hurting your relationship. Yeah. And I don't want to be that relationship. What's that term? What's that term when you like break someone up, but you home wrecker, home wrecker, home wrecker, yeah. even though I wasn't a home wrecker. Like that, like that's the thing. So I feel like those are like the questions you really have to ask yourself and you really should ask yourself, does this person deserve to be in my life and how will that look? Right. How will that look and what will I gain from it? Is this person supporting me or is this relationship just causing strain in my life? Those are really important things. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we talked a lot about like the cons and being friends with your ex again, but (laughs) what are the pros? What are the pros to staying friends with your ex? Um, I think nothing <laughs> i'm just joking i'm just joking <laughs> you no, know i genuinely think one of the pros of having your ex in your life is if that ex really supported a part of you and they will continue to do that so like say there's some sort of side of you that you guys had in common whether that be like like let's say for example it was like my creative side and like say my ex really really supported my creative side and like helped me and helped me come up with like ideas or whatever like help me with you know whatever project I was doing let's say and they were just talking me through it and that was something that I really appreciated if you can manage to get rid of everything else and just have that support system from that ex who's now your friend I feel like that would be a pro because that's adding something to your life I agree like always (laughs) it is a pro though you know if you're able to go back to your your ex and tell them like this type of accomplishment that when you were in a relationship with them, let's say that, let's just say for an example, you were with them while you were in your softball season, right? You were yeah. playing in your softball season and they were like your number one fan. Yeah. And you guys broke up during your season, but then you, I know which would suck, but then you were able to go into the NCAA championships and you won the championship game, mm-hmm. you know, and you want to... And they were your number one fans. You want to tell them about it, right? And you guys are on good terms. Then I feel like that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's fine. Um, or if you hear that your ex won the championship and you want to congratulate them, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. You know, because they were a part of your life for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I always think that your first relationship, right? The first love that you have, which is true. It's the first love that you have. It's the hardest one to let go of sometimes, but... It's also the hardest one to come back to. And also at the same time, it's also the easiest one to come back to. And what I mean by that is that in your your first love, I feel like it's the first time you really experience love or a relationship. And you can't really go back on what relationships are supposed to look like, right? They were the first person that taught you things of what a relationship looks like when they cross that boundary in a relationship they say and you guys break up. That's why it's hard to go back to that person. However, it's so easy to go back because that's the only person that taught you what love is because you didn't get it yet from someone else. 
once you find that person that shows you what a healthy relationship is, you don't go back to your ex. You don't. You tell everything to that person that you love. And I feel like that is the definition of growth. And I feel like if you want to, if you want that, you will find it. You will. And it takes time, but it will come to you when you least expect it. But yeah, I just feel like what you mentioned about like the pros of being friends with your ex, that's a really big one. You know, if they're supportive and you're able to respect each other on a friend basis and not cross any boundaries, then I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah. You know, I know that one of my exes right now, like I know that I'm able to also be friends with them because they will literally like my pictures of my partner and I on Instagram on Mm -hmm. my Instagram story yeah and they'll message me saying like this is really cute yeah and like sometimes when I read those messages I'm just like shit like wow like I grew I'm actually able to be in a friendship with my ex where we can do that we can be supportive of our relationships right but that took time that took years yeah you know so listen if you want to be friends with your exes go for it however (laughs) Please take your time in doing so and don't rush into it too. Uh, make sure your body is healed because sometimes when you resurface those bruises, it gets worse and it's more painful. So you have to make sure that those burns or those scratches are healed before you get back up again or before you go back to the person that caused those bruises and scars. But yeah, we kind of want to know your thoughts on this um, and also your own experiences of your exes if you do have exes who are in your life to this day how were you able to make sure to maintain a healthy friendship or an acquaintance kind of relationship with that person or um what went wrong if you are comfortable with sharing that uh, for us um or anything that we missed or any topics surrounding this huge topic about being friends with your exes that we may have not touched upon that you would like us to talk about more yeah i think um we will probably put a like poll or something up too on like our Instagram story. So watch out for that guys. Um, we want to know like if you are friends with your ex, how long did it take you from the breakup to becoming friends again? I want to know what like the general like timeline is. Yeah. I want to know the tea. Yeah. I want to know all spill the, tea. the tea. Spill the tea. Maybe we'll put like an anonymous box or something too. Yes, baby. Spill the rainbow sprinkles. <laughs> That didn't really make any sense, but I love rainbow sprinkles and I'm thinking of ice cream. (laughs) But yeah, we got to go get Sarah ice cream. (laughs) All right. And the Rangers just won their first playoff game. Yes. Let's fucking go. (laughs) All right. 6F pod out, baby. Bye, guys. Adios.